once again hello guys i'm sitting at vwork of course you know vwork many startups have begun their career from vwork in india and many continues work still out of vwork parked outside is the only audi e-tron they say the future of mobility is an ev so now let me connect the dots we are going to go on a drive with in the only audi e-tron with the man behind bringing vwork to india karan virwani now stay tuned and fasten your seat belts because we are going to go on an EV drive with Karan Virwani. Hi Karan. Hi. All ready? All set. Here's the keys. And Thank I heard so that much. you can drive very well, so. We'll see. <laughs> if you don't come back, it wasn't me. <laughs> Nobody's EV, it silently cruises through everything. Right? <laughs> So Karan, now that we are sitting in the car, yeah. tell me, how did you get the idea of WeWork to get to India? Uh, it all started with uh, my journey, starting my own business actually when I was out of university. Mm -hmm. uh, started a hospitality business and we have a few restaurants around the city right now. Um, and while I was doing that, you know, even with the infrastructure and background that I had, uh, it was very yeah, difficult yeah. to... Uh -huh. to really set up um, and um, and also what I found was really difficult was meeting other uh, companies that you need while building a business whether it's a designer, accountant, um, things like that, right? Uh, it was very difficult Not to find much. and it was mostly found by, by reference. It's been four years now since we first opened our first uh, you know building and it's been an amazing journey and I think we changed a bit of the commercial ecosystem or commercial office ecosystem of in course the country. You so now you have to clear this myth because you know there's this global understanding about what, what happened with WeWork Lumina yeah. and now you run the WeWork as a separate entity. Yeah. So tell our viewers that what do you think like how different you are and there's no connection with WeWork India with WeWork globally is it like that? I mean now there are shareholders and we obviously have the brand name so there is you know some amount of impact or uh, you know uh, connection if you want to say that. Okay. What we've done here constantly from the day that we started was you know we focused heavily on building a profitable business even okay. at the even you know uh, even though we were scaling very fast. Uh, we always kept an eye on making sure the unit economics are, are great. So that, uh, you know, allowed us um, to always have a, a business that made sense. And, you know, within three years we were profitable uh, nice. and, and all of that. So a lot of people question the WeWork business model because of what happened globally. But if you really spend time on the numbers and if you actually run this business, you know, with some discipline, uh -huh. um, it's a great business. Now, what are the opportunities and challenges you, that you see, you know, because now that work from home is coming and now who no, no better man than you to answer this question. Yeah. What, are the, what do you think are the biggest opportunities in front of WeWork and what do you think would be the biggest, you know, challenge? I think, uh, like, you know, the world has, is a funny way of working mm -hmm. itself out and yeah. everyone would, you know, believe that the pandemic is, is actually uh, really bad for us or like an office business. But if you see what has happened, it's changed everyone's mindset on how work uh, or how the office needs to be treated, right? Okay. Earlier people thought I have to have a central headquarters, I have to, you know, have these big offices, etc, etc. But now people have realized that they want flexibility, they want to be able to 
scale back if you know something like a pandemic were to happen so they can reduce cost Correct. and then when things are going good to, to start growing again and taking space as you need it rather than uh, so there are many know. opportunities so i think coming out of this is the biggest opportunity for us if if zoom was the pandemic company right <laughs> i think we work is the post pandemic company for sure i also feel that you know we work is also a tech company because there's everywhere there's very tech tech enabled right right from the enrollment everything what are the other technologies that really fascinate you and how techy are uh, outside of this i am very fascinated by technology great. i think uh, you know I, i was the first it so guy at we work <laughs> i was a, i was the first it guy at we work okay. um i think a lot around green tech actually has been fascinating me a lot so you know when this electric vehicle and i think um anything that can help uh, sort of the environment or you know move us to a more sustainable type of future uh, i think is very interesting to me really you think the ev is the future in the, ah, of like course like there's no i don't think there's any question about whether ev is the future anymore and you've uh, been driving very good the audi actually yeah i've, I've always love driving how do you like I the how do you like the pick up the everything the comfort i love it i wish i could take it on a proper highway and really like see yeah, we have plenty uh, of range i mean yeah the time <laughs> could be a problem <laughs> uh karan what is the one truth which you think people aren't familiar with in business and life in purpose whatever i think people uh, you know underestimate um the value of really like investing in a relationship yeah um long term right i think some people always get transactional and are always looking at how can i gain something immediately Correct. from this this relationship i i think you know sometimes just investing in a relationship without getting anything uh, you know comes full circle at some point in life whether it's you know a year from today or 10 years from today you never so very well thought Correct. you never know So Karan what do you think is the one subject which all the aspiring leaders young aspiring leaders like you should learn coding? In today's world I honestly feel um coding um or uh, you know anything to do with understanding technologies of the future yeah. uh, most leaders most entrepreneurs understand. should understand yeah. because leveraging that you know can can definitely be huge um in in future and and everything to come because I mean if you really look at it you mm -hmm. know you have customer of the future our kids being born today who grow up like holding an iPad and knowing how to use sure. it from the time that they're born so so you mean to say you can code I can't code. Okay, I, I can't code, so and the, if I so you have to learn. That. <laughs> if I went back, so that's advice for all the leaders, but not for Karan. <laughs> I would love to uh, spend time, you know, yeah, but learning Karan, you that. Know, coding is, uh, but uh, and if I had the chance, I would. But I, I definitely think it's something that should be taught in school as like a language. So, Karan, one book that you keep reading, or you want to suggest people, which is very inspirational, which is very. I'm not such a avid reader but I recently read this book by Ben Horowitz um called The Hard Thing About Hard Things mm -hmm. and uh, you know typically my reading is always like business oriented or Correct. self help exactly. oriented and this um you know it had so many business lessons um which I could relate to while growing a business that mm -hmm. that came about things that I mistakes that I made things that you know how I should have maybe handled certain situations better Uh, so if if 
like if I if anyone wants a recommendation, I think that's a great book to so do you also start off with. Do you also listen to audio books, or you just want to like to read? No, I'm more of a. I like watching. I mean, I watch oh, a lot of. Watch a video. I watch a lot of videos on YouTube. I'm always like you know following some entrepreneur or the uh -huh. other and uh, try to learn as much as possible from that. So basically what Karan is trying to tell you is that you should subscribe to the channel right now. <laughs> exactly. Channel right now <laughs> and continue watching this. Now. <laughs> Every leader has to fail. The more they fail, the more they learn. So tell us some of your greatest following and how have you overcome? What have been the thoughts behind it? Uh, so many, <laughs> like so many failures. I can't, you know, really the biggest uh, sort of pinpoint one or the funny one <laughs> um, you know we had a, actually a, an online food delivery uh, business which I started through my hospitality and restaurant businesses it was called Entree uh -huh. um, it was you know very like in, if you look at it right now it was a great idea and now uh, you see Zomato going IPO you must be like oh, what have I missed yes and no <laughs> because I think what Zomato or Swiggy have done it doesn't it was not a easy task Correct. and it was a lot of capital and a lot of you know I guess you're giving your life yeah, to yeah, that kind of a mission yeah. and that wasn't my you know necessarily my life's mission mm. um, so we, we do it, did uh, you know gain a lot of popularity in Bangalore but then finally just for financial reasons we had to shut down and I think that was one of the hardest conversations I had to have with the employees there and you know mm -hmm. be up front uh, sort of with them I think that was one failure for sure. So uh, now, Karan, yeah. uh, what old school bike design car you you like? I mean, I'm more of a car guy like. than a bike guy. Okay. So I would. So uh, what's your car garage looks like? What are the cars? My car, I just uh, like it's all black, uh, okay. and it's like one so or two. There's like two Range Rovers and. So and we're a big board. Audi fan, uh, so a lot of Audi cars. Really? Uh, yeah, my brother drives Audi. My uh, which other fanciest Audi you have? R8, R8 or something? No, 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 nothing. Oh come on! Come we're on. very simple. No, this is not <laughs> happening. Yeah, come on! I think the the fanciest one is the A8, which we now. A8 is good. Yeah. Correct. Okay, this might this question might be very deep. Okay. Might put you off. Okay. Don't get me wrong. Sure. But I have to ask this question because this is one of my favorite questions. Okay. How would you like your epitaph to look like? I mean, how would you like on your grave to look like? There's nothing to do with. No, no, no. I got it. Yeah. Uh, tough question. It would be someone who. Let's get to work. <laughs> <laughs> how many deaths did you sell? That's <laughs> that's that's gonna be on my tombstone. We have a running joke in the office yeah. because anything we do, I'm always like, oh, but how many desperate? <laughs> uh, so maybe that. But I think like just to be known for someone who always tried new thing, something new, uh -huh. um, and was always outside of the box and not in the box, that would be enough. That was great, Karan. It was a wonderful chat with you. Mm -hmm.